listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome to episode number 173. This week, we're going to hit the highlights of last weekend's WWE, AEW, and NXT premium live events. Plus, we'll have an all-heel wrestling recap from May 21st in Woodstock. And, with Powdertainment's Pride Show entitled You Better Work, coming up on Sunday, June the 4th, we welcome back to the show one half of the Chicago-style wrestling tag team champions and former AHW world champion, the fat femme Asian sensation, Mateo Valentine. You'll catch it all right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle, but what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome back to Windy City Slam Podcast. I spent the last week in Bryson City, North Carolina, the beautiful mountains, the Smoky Mountains just outside of Tennessee and just inside of North Carolina. Traveled through several states, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, and North Carolina. Got to see some family I haven't seen in a long time. Had a great time with my wife, Jen, and Yellow Lab, Obi-Wan. And it was nice to kind of get away from the hubbub of Chicago for a week. And it was so much fun. And I even got to tell some of my friends I was in flare country. It was an awesome, awesome time. And now I'm ready to reconnect with Chicagoland independent wrestling and pro wrestling in general. And let's start with last weekend's crazy action-packed WWE, AEW, NXT triangle of premium live events. This past Saturday, May the 27th, was Night of Champions in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and in a tournament final for the inaugural World Heavyweight Championship, Seth freaking Rollins pins AJ Styles to win the title. And then we had Trish Stratus pinning Becky Lynch. WWE Intercontinental Champion Gunther defeats Mustafa Ali. And then for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Asuka unseats Bianca Belair to win the title, snapping a run of about 14 months for Bianca on top of Raw. And for your WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, we had Rhea Ripley with Dominic Mysterio in her corner, retaining the title by pinning Natalya. And then we had Brock Lesnar defeating Cody Rhodes via technical submission. And in your main event, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat the bloodline of Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. After the Usos turned on Roman Reigns and Solo, Kevin and Sami used the stunner and haluva kick on Solo to pin him and retain the title. So, another day 
of as the bloodline turns and now the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, turning on Roman Reigns. And it seems like it's more Jimmy Uso rather than Jay. But it, let's see how this all comes out this week on WWE television. <coughs> all right, this past Sunday, May the 28th, AEW presented Double or Nothing at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And in the 21-man Blackjack Battle Royal for the AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy retained the title, outlasting 20 other men, last eliminating Swerve Strickland. Unsanctioned match and ECW legend Sabu was the special guest enforcer. We had Adam Cole with Roderick Strong at his side defeat Chris Jericho with the Jericho Appreciation Society by a referee stoppage. AEW World Tag Team Championships, FTR of Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler retained the titles by defeating Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. The latter match for the TNT Championship went to Wardlow who retains over Christian Cage. AEW Women's World Championship, Tony Storm with Soraya and Ruby Soho pins Jamie Hayter to win the title. And this is Tony Storm's second reign as AEW Women's World Champion. And AEW World Trios Championship, the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews defeat the acclaimed and daddy ass by pinfall to retain. And then we have the TBS Championship. Jade Cargill retains the title over Taya Valkyrie to improve to 60-0, retains the title for the moment, and then a returning Chris Statlander comes out, pins Jade Cargill in an impromptu match to win the title. So... Jade Cargill's undefeated streak ends at 60, and we have a new TBS champion in Chris Statlander. And then we have the Pillars 4-way match for the AEW World Championship. MJF retains the title, defeating Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Darby Allin when MJF pins an unconscious Allin. And in the main event, it was the Anarchy in the Arena match. The Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta, defeating the elite of Kenny Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson, and Hangman Adam Page. When Yuta pins Omega after Kanosuke Takeshita comes out and turns on Omega. And now we move on to NXT Battleground, which ran head-to-head -head with AEW on Sunday night, May the 28th. We had the NXT North American Championship. Wesley defeats Tyler Bate and Joe Gacy in a triple threat match. In a British Rules match for the NXT Heritage Cup, Noam Dar retains the title over Dragon Lee, winning the match in the fifth round. And then in a last man standing match, Ilya Dragunov defeats Dijak. NXT Tag Team Championships saw Gallus of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang retain the title over the Creed Brothers, Brutus and Julius. And in a tournament final for the vacant NXT Women's Championship, Tiffany Stratton pins Lyra Valkyria to win the title. So my prediction from last week of Cora Jade going over Roxanne Perez, not even close, as both lost in the semifinals. I just thought this was Cora's time. I'm kind of surprised they went with this final and with Tiffany Stratton. I like Stratton's heel characters, kind of like got that mean girl thing going on and, and she's improving in the ring over the last several months. I mean she was kind of green when she first debuted but now she's looking pretty good and now she gets a run with the NXT Women's Championship. And in the main event Carmelo Hayes retains the NXT Championship 
over Braun Breaker. What will be next for Braun Breaker? One more Chicago-related item coming up this weekend, Saturday, June the 3rd and Sunday, June the 4th. We have the NWA Crockett Cup in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And the tag team tournament features a lot of Chicago influence. The brothers of Funstruction, Ruffo and Yabo, will be facing the fixers of Chicago native Jay Bradley and Wrecking Ball Ligurski. That should be a lot of fun. And it's cool to see the NWA bringing back that traditional Crockett Cup tournament over these last few years. And, and now it's really expanded. I believe it's maybe a 2014 tournament this year with buys and everything. So should be a lot of fun to see how it plays out. All right, now we're going to turn to local action. Sunday, May the 21st, that's the day I actually left town to go to North Carolina. So I missed out on Northland Pro Presents All Heel Wrestling's Defiance at the VFW Post in Woodstock. And these results courtesy of King Torch of AHW slash Northland Pro. And we had the and the show opens with a family reunion between Daylight, King Torch, and Uncle Nate, aka Trademark. Day gets bribed with $20,000 in cash to join Team Northland and gets a framed picture of King Torch and himself, which he promptly uses to bash Torch over the head before he got taken out by Eric Schultz with a cutter, and then Cody James comes in for the save. And we'll have that six-man tag a little bit later on in the show. The first match on the main card was the AHW Change of Fortune Championship, and Heather Reckless unseats Kenzie James in a four-woman match, which also featured Blair Onyx and Shelly the Bombshell Benson via pinfall in 8 minutes and 30 seconds to win the title. Percy Drews defeats the Lizardman Nathan Nile in 8.50, and then for the AHW Midwestern Championship, Pauly Tomaselli defeats recent Windy City Slam podcast guest Perfection in 12 minutes and 2 seconds to retain the title. And then in the AHW Hybrid Championship, Armando Alvarez, congratulations to Big Steppa. He defeats Chucky Bates via a pinfall at 11 minutes and 28 seconds to become the new Hybrid Champion. And then we had Lily La Pescadita defeating Victor Iniestra by a disqualification when Maggie Lee interferes and laid out Lily at the 9.58 mark. Six-man tag team action. We had Team Northland of Eric Schultz, Jax Johnson, and FXB defeating the team of Cody James, Bruiser Eddie Cruz, and DFB Greg Murray via the pinfall at 16 minutes and 5 seconds after Trademark hits Dogface Bastard with brass knuckles. AHW Women's Championship, La Munaka Leslie Michelle defeats Charlie Cruel via the pinfall in 7 minutes and 52 seconds to retain the title. And then, AHW World Heavyweight Champion, Metalhead, defeats Hot Rad Daddy Andy by pinfall in 2 minutes and 59 seconds to retain that championship. But, the show was not yet over. Heather Reckless comes out with the Change of Fortune Championship, challenges La Munaka Leslie Michelle, who was attacked by a mystery masked man, and Heather Reckless wins the AHW Women's Championship via a pinfall in just 13 seconds, rendering the AHW Change of Fortune Championship vacant, and Heather as the new AHW Women's Champion. Heather was accompanied by Miss Larkin, Charlie Cruel, and Big Al, Alice Crowley, and they all celebrated after the match, 
as Heather Reckless becomes the women's champion. All right, turning the page to this week, we have Thursday night, June the 1st, PWX is Power Hour at the North Point Arena in Streeter. Friday, June the 2nd, Legacy Pro Wrestling presents the Rookie Combine at Buena Vista Banquets in Milwaukee. And a loaded Saturday, June the 3rd, includes ICW Milwaukee's wrestling superstars, Rock in Wrestling, at the Drexel Town Square in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, just outside Milwaukee. And then Saturday, June the 3rd, Black Label Pro presents Fancy Wrestling 2, back at RDS Gym in Crown Point, Indiana. Saturday night as well, we have Zawa Fest 3 at the Happy Spot in Deer Grove. Saturday night, June the 3rd, Powell Entertainment's first of two shows this weekend. We have Summer Explosion at the Brower House in Lombard. Bell time is 7 p.m. And for the Powell Heavyweight Championship, we have Hunter Payne defending against last week's Windy City Slam podcast guest, Scott Spade, along with Mistress Misery. And then for the Powell Midwest Championship in a last man standing match, we have Kazile defending against It's Your Boy, Mason Perks. And then for the POW Tag Team Championship, and this will be defended in a six-man match, even though there will be two championship participants to win the title after the match. So it's kind of a unique match. We have the Bad Ombre Cartel of Ruthless Ramon and Xavier DeFaust with Sandra D, along with their partner, Mass Marauder, against the Irish Pub Army and Hornswoggle. And then we have the Keys to the Kingdom Battle Royal, with entrance announced so far of Moondog Greg Murray, Tommy McCobb, Tiny, Chucks Deluxe, Meat Hooks O'Bannon, Eric Freedom, Mateo Valentine, Acid Jazz, Dazzling Donnie, and one more to be determined. And in a women's match, we have Shauna Reed facing Maggie Lee. Tag team action seats Acid Jazz and Sean Priest against Paulie Tomaselli and Acid. And Revolution's iconic Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom are issuing an open challenge. We'll see who answers that. And then we have Hawaiian hitman Koa Laksamana with Pretty Reckless taking on Terry Allen. And also advertised we have a hot seat with Nicholas H. and special guests, the Bruiser Mass Index of Mike Idol and Jamie Race. Also this Saturday night, we have High Voltage returning with Summer Smash at Hinkley Big Rock High School. And this weekend, Sunday, June the 3rd and Sunday, June the 4th, we have Crusher Fest 3's annual Bolo Beatdown Saturday night show at 6, Sunday afternoon show at 2 in South Milwaukee. And also, Sunday, June the 4th, Power Entertainment presents You Better Work, it's the Pride Show at Brower House in Lombard. Bell time is 3 p.m. And we're going to talk a whole lot more about this show coming up next with our special guest, Matteo Valentine. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy, Mason Perks, and you're listening to Windy City Slam, baby. The best podcast the Shy has to offer on professional wrestling. So turn it up, turn up. It's your boy, Mason Perks, and you're listening to Windy City Slam Podcast. Yeah. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross here, live at the Grasshop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. 
and you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. All right, back here on Windy City Slam Podcast with POW Entertainment's Pride Show entitled You Better Work coming up on Sunday, June the 4th. We welcome back to the show one half of the Chicago-style wrestling tag team champions and the former all-heel wrestling world champion, the fat femme Asian sensation, Mateo Valentine. Hi, everyone. Thank you, Mike, for having me back. It's such a privilege to have someone like you um, request me back. It's such an honor. Yeah, and we got some big things to talk about. Sunday, June the 4th, it's Power Demons. First ever Pride show entitled You Better Work, and it'll be at the Brower House in Lombard. The doors are at two, bell at three, and Mateo, your fingerprints will be all over the show as you are producing it in addition to wrestling LGBTQ wrestling pioneer Effie. So when you say producing, what does all that entail? It, it's essentially, I was thinking of people of who can who is queer lgbtq plus um allies too around Mm -hmm. around the area and essentially what i mean by producing i was thinking like okay i want all these people i want these refs i want you know i want to make sure that you know technically it's you know when you when you say it's like my show and all that stuff but it's really with help from jimmy blaze from power entertainment and everything like that it was essentially like I was trying to help with how how a show could happen. And with Jimmy Blaze's like commandeering and then Eric Freedom's got and and you know tips of guidance, it was everything. Awesome. So not to mention not only you're pr- producing this show, you're going to be having a dream match against Effie in the main event. So how does that feel? It it's once in a lifetime. It's very much once in a lifetime because Obviously, if people remember, I was part of Effie's Big Gay Brunch. I was part of my old tag team, G-A-Y, with Joey Mayberry in the tag team Gauntlet, or Gauntlet for y'all heterosexuals. Mm-hmm. And um, we were only there for about, like, five minutes. And, you know, I was being, you know getting this opportunity means that I'm just going to be greedy with my time because I don't want five minutes. I want 10 minutes, 15 minutes, hell, 20. I'll run the time, okay? Because it's just like, I don't know when I'm going to have another match with the gay father, Effie, mm-hmm. with another queer I- uh, queer icon as other people because he has such legendary status to his name and I want to show him that the opportunity is never wasted upon Mateo Valentine. That's going to be awesome. And you did mention the big gay brunch from last summer. So it was you, Joy Mayberry, as well as Moondog Murray. Oh yeah, Moondog Murray and Jillian and Jillian Jillian too. as well. Okay. We were all part of Effie's big gay brunch last summer at GCW Second City Summit. So what was that experience like for all of you guys? We were, (laughs) uh, we were all gobsmacked. 
all of us were kind of like once this is like once in a lifetime like for us it's like yeah there's rupaul's drag race which is like the which is like the gay super bowl of everything for everything and everyone but for us effie's big gay brunch was gay wrestlemania <laughs> and so it's just like to to be to you know to be part of that and knowing the background of chicago and everything like that it, it felt like such a privilege but it also felt like okay we got to prove to everyone that chicago is the showman city it's for everyone blah blah blah, blah. and it felt gratifying it felt validating it was everything that we needed to pursue more and probably pretty good inspiration to you better work as well yes of course because i don't know if you want the backstory of it go ahead yes um it started because moondog joey and i had a booking in texas for now i think uh for now defunct uh pride promotion um there's a lot of drama with it i would like not to talk about that but um we were driving down to texas but that was like an eight hour back and forth drive so i think about like not 18 but it was it felt like a long time it was it was definitely in the double digits jimmy blaze was just like yeah we're hitting i was you know moondog and i are part of power entertainment it's kind of our second home promotion as I like to call it, I call it my home promotion too. Um, he just texted us, you know, tell me when you're when you're reaching Texas, and tell us when you're on the way back. Da 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 da, yada yada. Being like a really cool like wrestling wrestling like uncle, you know what I mean? Just like checking in, making sure everything's okay and everything like that. And so when I got home. Aside from the tiredness, and we were all just like, I want to go home, I want to sleep, and everything like that. I was just like, I wish there was more in our city. Because it's Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, we have pride here, obviously. We have, uh, we have, you know, North Halstead, Andersonville. We have Roscoe's, which is, you know, a main mecca for now for queer for queer talent for especially when rupaul's drag race season is upon us everybody comes to roscoe's to like check out what's going on and everything like that Mm -hmm. you also have you know there's a lot of queer history in chicago and i always wonder it's like why isn't chicago or chicago promotions utilizing that you know, because usually, usually what I found out is that usually a lot of promotions take June off. It's at, like my home promotion. My home promotion takes June off. And so I was just like, why are you guys taking June off when it's pride season? You know, um, you could get a lot of money during pride season. Capitalism. Yes, you can do. You can basically shit on a rainbow and put on a rainbow on it. And then boom, people gay people and queer people will come yada yada and so and so jim i told jimmy and was like why aren't we doing this yada yada but i also have to give my flowers to rise and freelance because they did it mm-hmm. in 2019 at logan square auditorium but i saw like snippets of it and there was i think were you there mike for it I, I was not but i do definitely remember that event going down that event went down but it was just like 
not a lot of I think not a lot of people were there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I'm sorry. Um, but then Jimmy, I told Jimmy, it's like, why don't we have this at all? Why don't we do this? You know, and then something just clicked in Jimmy's brain. And he was so adamant about it. And I thank him because he went up to me, I think, like, end of December and was like, I want to do a pride show. That point blank period. Like, like that kind of matter of fact, I'm going to do it. Give me names. Let's do this together. And I was just like, holy crap. And that's the story of how how entertainment you better work happened and everything. And it's really cool. It's part of a big weekend for power entertainment at the Brower house. You got the summer explosion show on Saturday night, June the third. And then on Sunday, you have better work on in the afternoon there. That's going to be an awesome weekend of wrestling at the Brower. It house. is going to be a powerful weekend of wrestling. So now back to you better work. This card is shaping up to be fantastic from the first match to the main event. And so far, what we have announced is Tail Valentine versus Effie. Then we have Moondog Greg Murray versus Scott Spade with Mistress Misery. That should be really good. And one more note from that. Scott Spade recently told Windy City Slam that if he wins the Power Entertainment Championship on Saturday night, then that match against Moondog on Sunday will be for the POW Heavyweight Championship. So that's an awesome deal right there. Moondog, win the title for me, please. (laughs) Thank you. And then we have a four-way, which is going to be absolutely killer. And the talent in this match is just oozing charisma. We have Quinn Wittick, Axel Rico. And then we have It's Your Boy, Mason Perks, and Axel Abrayo, a young guy who in this group is going to really have to step up and show up and show out and if he's in this group, you guys definitely trust him to be a big-time performer, and this is going to be one hell of a match. I definitely trust Axel Abreu 100% of making sure that he makes his mark in this match. I wouldn't put him in this match if I didn't know his abilities. Like Axel knows that whenever I'm at a show with him and we have that extra ring time, I'm showing him different maneuvers. I'm showing him different ways of how to get out of things you know i'm kind of like you know what i'm learning what i'm currently learning i'm trying to pass down to to him and so i have full 100 confidence that he is going to be able to stand his own and make even bigger strides mason perks is probably one of the most charismatic people i have ever met in power entertainment history the crowd loves him you know Jimmy loves him. Everybody loves him and ev- and all of that. And his ring work is incredible. Can't deny that. Axel Rico, we can talk a hundred different things about Axel Rico. He is probably one of the greatest up-and-comers right now in mid- in the Midwest wrestling scene. And then you have Quinn Wittick, who is, I don't know, it's like what? Frontline pro, champion... Mm-hmm. Tag team champion at ARW. Just like, look at the CV, y'all. Like, check out the CV of Quinn Wittick. He'll be, it's like, he will handle his own and then some. Yeah, he's also a former Rocket Pro champion, too, which is, Mm -hmm. he had a pretty good run there as well. He's getting a rematch in the fall against Aaron Stone there. So, 
Again, great talent in that match. And let's move on to the rest of this card. We have Meathooks O'Bannon of the Irish Pub Army taking on Joey Mayberry with Jillian. That's going to be awesome. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be in the balcony and just being like, oh, this is a match that I would like to see with my opera with my opera binoculars. <laughs> and then we have a women's match, Shelly the Bombshell versus Haley Shadows. It is probably one of my favorite things because I because if it wasn't for women's wrestling, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Shelly grow as a wrestler from the beginning stages to now. And I have seen Haley Shadows on social media and watched her matches. And I cannot wait to see this incredible dynamic form in the in the match. It's going to be so amazing. And Shelly, obviously someone from your home promotion of CSW. And she has just made tremendous strides very quickly. And the competition she's wrestled so far, like Heather Reckless and Sierra and Missa Kate. And she's actually going to be wrestling Saraya Knight. And yes, for damage in July. So that's a huge deal for her as yeah, well. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a huge she's getting opportunities and I just I'm so proud of her whenever whenever you know she trusts herself and just gets in there. I know she's having fun and everything and it's really cool and I'm so proud of her. And in addition to that, we have our special guest ring announcer, friend of Pow Germ T Ripper and my good friend Val Capone will be part of the commentary team and it's gonna be great to see Val Capone once again she's a a big advocate for the community and she's just an all-out great person period I love Val so much I really do love Val it's like when Jimmy was asking me to name people I was like I need to have Val Capone on commentary now we have fans or butts I will pay her I will try to like finagle my way to get her no matter what it's like this this is one of my i need people mm-hmm. because it, for people that don't really know how val commentates and everything when val commentates it's so great so full of energy so full of spirit and mm-hmm. you need that in the commentary team it's gonna be awesome now tickets are available by going on Power Entertainment's Facebook page, though Front Row probably will be sold out by the time this episode airs. There will also be a special attraction before the wrestling event. A drag show with Soraya Dash, Keisha Fox, and Maya Lozano will be providing the entertainment. So this will be a spectacle from when the doors open until the final bell rings. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, you can't... It's pride season, you know, especially when... Especially when I hate saying this, but it's like, especially when in the climate that we are in right now, especially when, ooh, I'm going to be emotional, especially when there are legislature and rhetoric and propaganda Mm -hmm. against mainly the transgender community. But all of all of the negative connotation wants to put it on drag queens, on queers, on especially transgender people. And it's so heartbreaking and it's so sad. But here with but that's what we do. It's pride. You know, it's it's 
it's that famous song in La Caja Full, I am what I am. And I'm not afraid to be who I am because I'm celebrating myself. I'm celebrating love. I'm celebrating support. I'm celebrating community and my own family and all that. And so I urge about you. I urge people about you better work. It's just like, it's like celebrate it as celebrate it as a time to escape and have fun because that's what people go to drag shows that people go to people go to wrestling for it's like it's like to escape if you guys want to talk about like a political thing it's like go see a play go see a movie or anything like that but in pro wrestling come and see it mm-hmm. you know it's really fun you're gonna it's like Saraya, Keisha, and Maya are absolutely going to kill it. You know, for those that haven't been to a drag show, welcome to your first drag show and everything like that. But all in all, we're celebrating fun. We're celebrating pride. We're celebrating individuality. And we're most importantly, we're celebrating love, you know, because a, a drag and wrestling are alike in a lot of ways. You know, it's just that kind of weirdo thing. And it's just very much that and that's what i want in this show that's what i want in in life really it's just that inability it's like it's just that release just to be yourself absolutely yeah it's gonna be a fun day Mm -hmm. over at the brower house in lombard and you had a chance to do some producing some behind the scenes stuff for a show a little over a year ago called nls is for everyone at the berwin eagles club and this was all in, uh, this was an inclusive wrestling event spearheaded by Jax Johnson, Coda Holiday, and Saban Gage. So, what was that like, and what did you learn from producing on that show? I, what I learned from producing is to make sure everybody's um, everybody keeps to their effing times. <laughs> I also made sure that uh, every it's like what I also what I also learned was to make sure a happy a happy tech tech crew is a productive tech crew mm-hmm. which means baby boy you got to be prepared for anything that goes wrong yep and you know that's what I, that's what i learned i also learned i don't know <laughs> i honestly i think i did so effing well i think i honestly did so effing well during nls as a producer and also as a stage manager so it's just like mm, i don't know but the main thing that i learned was stick to your effing times so it's just like <laughs> i'm gonna be a stickler to that because like even though we have like five matches announced right now i'm just gonna be like yeah i know it's three o'clock but i'm not staying until we're not staying here until after six okay this is a brunch this is a late brunch you guys very late brunch if we could get out of here if we could get out of here by four if we could get out of here by 4 35 i've made my job so You've been doing some great things at Chicago Style Wrestling, oh, which has been you. your home promotion. You're currently one half of the CSW Tag Team Champions with Jack Moody as Big Mood. So what was it like to win your first championship in CSW when you guys finally knocked off the hate keepers? I think you saw it on IWTV when mm-hmm. that three when that three happened. Um, and I was just completely, completely in I was like in tears. Yeah. Um 
like you have been there since probably you've been there since I think the start of my wrestling career mm-hmm. and three years. And then, you know, you have seen me grow. You have seen me see the highs, see the lows and everything. And, you know, and it was just felt very validating mm-hmm. because three years, years is a long time to to be like oh yeah i think i'm gonna it's like am i gonna ever like be dated like have a title and be like one of the being a quote-unquote top person i mean oh my god we're so tired about being a top person strictly top whatever i'm i digress but um (laughs) either but either way when moody and i won the tag titles against the hate keepers it was probably one of the most validating moments in my life. I remember I went to the back and I was just like in my gear, silent, no one's there. And some and then someone came in and I was just like, Congratulations. I'm like, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You deserved it. Uh you deserve it. And I'm like, thank you. And I just kept on thinking about my journey and how I came here, not just from wrestling, but how, how I left a previous, a previous kind of quote unquote career for professional wrestling Mm -hmm. and all my hopes and dreams that I wanted when I was in just like came flushing right as I was like, hold right as I was literally holding the title, everything like when I, when I hold that tag title, I'm just like, Everything that I dreamed of as a insecure 19-year-old queer person in Pittsburgh in college, I was just like, damn, I did I can do that in nine years. Shut up. Shut up. You're high. But it's just like, I don't, it's it's very I don't, I'm sorry if I I'm sorry if I keep on talking. I just remember because it's like again you were there it's with everything that i have done so far csw tag team you know being recognized by my home by my home promotion my training school to be recognized as a champion tag team champion with jack moody ahw like former ahw heavyweight champion Mm -hmm. having my own you know having my own show with with great assistance with from Jimmy Blaze as my Brett Lauderdale. <laughs> what else is there to do? That's what a lot of people are it's just like, you got a heavyweight championship, you're attacked, you got recognized by your home promotion now for like for a long time. And you just you just produce you're helping co- you're helping pro- you're co-producing a show with Power Entertainment. What's next? And I'm just like and basically, you main evented all heel wrestling not that long ago with dog face bastard Greg Murray. And yeah, and it was the first queer main event. Yeah, that's and I was just stuff. like, "What?" It's like I and then I mean, and then I main evented a, and I main evented against Moondog Murray and had a championship title match, uh, you know, an all queer championship title match, which is Banoodles. And so it was very, and so I'm just like very much like, what's next for me? And I don't want to do that whole, like, what's next? And it's like, I want to keep on reaching. It's like, for me, honestly, obviously CSW, Metro Division title, and 
and CSW Heavyweight Championship be be the first ever queer queer Triple Crown winner, first uh, Asian American CSW Triple Crown winner. That's an that's an aspiration, obviously. Um, pow, you know, pow Triple Crown, obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, but obviously, but right now I'm so content with my career that I'm just like doing a victory lap now. I feel I I literally feel like I'm doing vict- a victory lap because I'm fulfilling I'm doing what little old Mateo like little Mateo and high school Mateo and like college age Mateo would want to have and you've done so much good stuff over the past couple of years. I have seen you from pretty much your start and then now being a champion, being a role model, in fact, for probably some other LGBTQ performance as well. <laughs> Don't say role model. Whoops. <laughs> Ooh, why do you think I left? Why do you think I took a break from social media and had limits on my social and had time limits on my social media now, Mike? Why? Why do you think? <laughs> to keep myself off of social media. Yeah. Give me a toxic thing sometimes, unfortunately. Oh, obviously. Oh, obviously. I try not I try not to go down that wrestling rabbit hole yeah. anymore, but it yeah yeah <laughs> all right so a couple more things before we get to the closing question um of I, I saw you wrestling at fusion at the galley arena a few weeks ago against paulie tomaselli and this was a hard-hitting affair so what was it like to get in the ring with paulie um again it was like another match that i didn't it was a match i think i posted that i needed because I didn't think I would be able to stand toe to toe against like a like a really like a Midwest legendary vet as Polly Tomaselli. I mean, the CV's there mm-hmm. with Paul with Polly Tomaselli, and I think it's just I think it was just really nervousness and loss of confidence out there because I would just like I don't think I can stand toe to toe against Tomaselli, you know blah 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 yada yada and when we tangoed when we violent ballet tangoed it was probably one of the most yeah it was hard hitting it was very it was very toe-to-toe but honestly it made me realize that there's more to me than meets the eye i think that's the perfect way to say it and yeah. Polly and Polly helped me mm-hmm. take it out, take me, uh, you know, take me out of that because he know because like he knows about me just being like you know a gimmick, being a quote unquote just being gay is a gimmick and all that stuff. But he kind of was just like he pulled out he he oh my god phrasing he he found potential in me and wanted me to unleash it. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to be le- to show that I am a badass, that mm-hmm. I can be someone that know that when you piss Mateo off, Mateo will be pissed off. Yeah, and that's what a good wrestling veteran like Paulie Tomaselli does. He draws that out of a younger competitor like yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it, I thank you, Paulie Tomaselli. Look, I I look forward to another match with you because, but. Maybe less on the chopping. (laughs) (laughs) I gave it back. I gave it back. I gave it back. But 
Yay! I know I was editing pictures from that just the last couple of days. And yeah, there are a lot of instances of chopping back and forth. So (laughs) when you see the pictures and you see it hit, you could just immediately hear the sound. Yeah. And how red your chest got too after some. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. So once again, Sunday, June the 4th. It's Power Entertainment's first ever Pride show entitled You Better Work at the Brower House in Lombard. Doors at 2 p.m., Bell at 3 p.m. Mateo Valentine will take on Effie in the main event. For tickets and more information, check out Pow Entertainment's Facebook page. And it has been quite a journey for you, Mateo, in Pow Entertainment. Yes. I first saw you a couple summers ago in Bridgeview when you were just doing ring crew, volunteering your time. And now look what this actually is exploded into now. Amazing stuff. Yes, it's it's such a journey, and I love it. Awesome. And, Mateo, before we let you go, why don't you go ahead and uh, offer up your social media, whatever merchandise you might have, and other upcoming events you got going on. Of course, you can find me at on Twitter at MateoValentine8, and then you can find me at Instagram at MateoValentine829, and then you, uh, if you want to support me, please go on my Brainbuster Buster Tea store at Mateo Valentine and also upcoming shows I have yes I literally have my freaking date book to figure out what I have yes I am that I don't I can't trust technology so please come and support Mateo Valentine you will never be disappointed when you see me in the ring and obviously also June the 4th you better work and anything else in June you got uh, June, obviously, Power Entertainment's powerful weekend, Summer Explosion, and You Better Work. You can also see me at, you got them. You can also see me at All Star Lucha Libre, uh, June 9th for their Pride show as well. You can also see me at, on on Friday, June 16th for Wrestle League's own Pride show. And then you could also see me at No Regrets Wrestling in Baraboo, Wisconsin on the 17th. And then you can check me out June 24th for Racine Championship Wrestling in Racine, Wisconsin. So you got a busy month of June coming up. That's awesome. Yes, I do. Like compared to last year, which I only have like, what, two bookings? And now I'm like, ooh, Pride Month. Awesome. Good to see you. There's other promotions also participating in Pride Month at Mateo. Thank you so much for coming on once again. Thank and you. Please support, check out Pow Entertainment's You Better Work on June the 4th. I will be there and hopefully I'll see a lot of you there as well. Thank you guys so much. And thank you so much, Mike, for having me. All right, a lot of fun with Matteo Valentine once again. His third appearance here on Windy City Slam Podcast. He's definitely a guy who is really coming up the ranks over the last couple of years. Former AHW champion, CSW tag team champion, and a pioneer in local LGBTQ professional wrestling. And you better work for Power Entertainment. This weekend is going to be an awesome show on Sunday afternoon at the Brower House. That's going to cap a doubleheader weekend of Power Entertainment in Lombard. Should be a really cool weekend for Power Entertainment. And we thank, once again, Mateo Valentine for coming on the show. All right, next week, we're going to recap Power's big weekend, preview Freelance versus the World, and the Starlight Invitational. Plus, we're going to welcome a guest of some sort to be announced soon. We're going to be working on that this week. And we're going to have much more right here 
on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. Everybody.